regardless of where you are in your journey of your life or your career, your business, uh, whatever it is, wherever you are, there's always opportunity for growth. Let's be clear. I was 54 years old when I started my podcast. I admit that I did not really know what I was doing, but I was focused on continuing to get better and continuing to learn and enhancing my skill set, but also enhancing the tools that I use and the way that I go about things. So I really, really appreciate the acknowledgement of the growth because I do feel like I've grown as a podcaster. I'm Sid Meadows, and I'm a certified professional coach, and my focus is on high performance and growth and helping my clients move into action. I'm a personal and professional development junkie, an avid podcast listener and reader, and my passion is all things contract interiors. In this podcast, I'm going to provide you with information, education, ideas, and tools to help you in your personal life, your business, and our industry. So let's have some fun and welcome to the Trend Report Podcast. The Trend Report is proudly sponsored by Indeal University. Indeal's exclusive platform for education and learning within the commercial interiors industry, offering live and on-demand courses to support the growth of your employees and the growth of your business. To learn more about Indeal U, please visit their website at learning.indeal.org. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Trend Report Podcast. I'm glad you're here today joining us for a very special episode. This is episode 100, and I'm excited about today's conversation and be able to share a little bit with you about the podcast and to celebrate, most importantly, to celebrate you, the listeners, for hanging out with us and being loyal to us and hanging in with us for 100 episodes. But I'm not going to do all the talking. Well, I kind of am going to do all the talking today. However, I have a special guest interviewer that most of you will recognize. So I'd like to welcome Trevor Block with Indeal to the podcast today. Hey, Trevor. Hey, Sid. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be back. Well, I'm glad to have you back. I don't know my my uh, my home feed or my uh, webpage has your picture on it almost as much as it does mine. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a good thing, but I'll take it. <laughs> me either. So I asked Trevor to come in today and to actually interview me. He's got some questions to ask me, hopefully geared around sharing insights and information with you about the podcast and a little bit about my journey. So I have no idea what he's going to ask me, but Trevor, I'm going to pass the mic to you. And before you start diving in and asking me questions, just remind everybody who you are and what it is that you do at Indeal. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, Trevor Block, work with Indeal. I uh, do all of our live broadcasts. So if you tune into any of the Indeal U sessions, Industry Insights, or any of our live recordings, you are very familiar with my voice because I do a lot of talking. But yeah, so that's pretty much my main job there. And I also do program representation in Canada. And uh, as Sid mentioned, I took over the podcast a few months ago to, uh, to talk with some of the younger talent in the industry and talk a little bit about their journeys through the industry. And so I'm happy to be back and taking the mic away from Sid again. <laughs> I'm usually the one that gets to ask you the question. So now you're going to be the one to ask me the question. So let's go, man. Kick us off. Perfect. So just before we jump in, uh, I said, I absolutely love your podcast. It was an honor for me to jump onto it. I listen to it every chance that I get. And uh, Sid was also one of the mentors for me, kind of joining my role in the industry, teaching me a little bit about being on camera, getting a fancy mic if you're tuning into the YouTube video. Uh, so Sid's played a huge role in my development, and I'm extremely happy to be involved in this again. And because of Sid's journey through this podcast, I want to try to stump him a little bit with some of the questions that I got here. But Sid, let's just start off with something simple. Why did you get started with this podcast? 
So it's a really great question. And I actually get asked this quite a bit, you know, April or March, 2020 happened and the world started changing a little bit. And in the very beginning of all this, people started panicking just a little bit. And I found myself like a lot of solopreneurs and a lot of entrepreneurs with a lot of free time on my hand. <laughs> I had customers that said, hey, let's pause things for a couple of months. I had customers that said, hey, we're done. We don't know what's happening. And so I had a lot of time on my hand. And there had been this thing called a podcast on my list to do. And every day in my journal, one of the questions is, what's one big project that you really want to do, but you're not going to do today? You can put off till later. For a year, it was podcast. And so I'm sitting in my office and I'm like, what am I going to do now? I got all this free time for a couple of months and it hit me. I'm going to start a podcast. So I went to the University of YouTube and I typed in, how do you start a podcast? And I spent a couple of days watching a whole bunch of uh, videos and getting myself educated on how to create a podcast, went and downloaded the software. I had a silver Yeti mic, which is not the right kind of mic for podcasting. And so when I started, after I figured it all out, I was talking on my laptop through the speaker and I had an entire detailed script. Like episode one is totally scripted. If you go back and listen to it, you can probably tell I'm reading it. And Trevor is really funny. I'm sitting here and all around my laptop, this is where I have my monitors that I have now, but all around my laptop, I had pillows. And so I had created this little cave because I thought, oh, that'll help the sound. If I have pillows all around me, I do not have a picture of that. I wish to this day I had a picture of that, but that's, you know, that's why I got started because I had a lot of free time on my hand and then I learned and then me and the pillows took off to the races with the script in episode number one, a lot different than where we are today. It's incredible to hear the story of where you start and where you are today and some of the valuable conversations that you've been able to have with various perspectives throughout the industry. And I think almost you should recreate that picture of the pillows around your monitor and with your mic and post that to the YouTube channel as well, because I feel like that's something that people would come back for. I probably should. I just don't look as young as I did two years ago, so I got a lot more gray hair. <laughs> hey, like they always say, the industry ages you 10 years beyond what you already are. I say that. Yes, sir. It sure does. So since starting the podcast, what are some of the key takeaways or things that you've learned throughout all these conversations that you've had? Gosh, about the conversations that I've had, you know, I feel honored and blessed to have had all the conversations that I've had with people. Now, not all hundred episodes are me having conversations. You obviously had some, there's some where I do some solo episodes. I really prefer the interview episodes where I get to have a conversation because my goal has always been to have a real conversation with a real person about real topics and issues that are facing our industry. And so I've been honored to really share the voice of so many different people doing so many different things at all different times over the last couple of years, trying new things, creating new things. And so if I think about my biggest takeaway from all of that, Trevor, my biggest learning from 99 episodes and now 100 episodes is, I was thinking about this earlier today, actually, is um, impact. And impact from the perspective that I did not know that I could have impact in our industry until I shared my voice. I knew I could have impact in companies. I knew I could impact people because I've done that my entire career. I've helped people. I've helped businesses grow my entire career. I just had no idea the impact that my podcast would have on our industry and on the community listening to this episode today. I love your answer there. And I'm going to switch up the perspective just a little bit here. So 
your podcast has a huge impact on the industry, on the listeners, for everyone that's trying to keep ahead of everything that's changing in our industry. But how has this podcast impacted you? Okay. It's a really great question too. So I'm going to tell you, it's humbled me. I'm going to tell you why. I, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago was Neocon, right? And this happens a couple of times a year, but it doesn't happen as frequently as it does. It happened at the uh, Indil Champions Conference uh, at Lake Tahoe, and it happened at Neocon, and it had a very profound effect on me. Random people just come up to me and stop me and thank me for my podcast. They actually tell me how much they enjoy it. People that I don't even know. I, honestly, Trevor, when it started this past week or two weeks ago at Neocon, I was a little embarrassed. I was, I was a little embarrassed that people were recognizing me in the hallway and, and just talking about my podcast. But then I really started to embrace what that meant. And it was very humbling for me. So I actually had written down people's names that because I struggled but to write to remember. But I started writing down people's names because when you see somebody and they introduce themselves to you, your first, especially at Neocon, your first thought is, who are you and how do I know you? Where do I know you from? Right? <laughs> That's what you think about. And when, the, when I realize that they don't, I don't know them and they tell me that they know me because of the podcast, it's a very humbling experience. And so I wrote down names like Matt and Caitlin and Scott and Chris and Julie, or just some of the names that I remember. So if any of you are listening, thank you for your impact on me and what you shared with me about the podcast and how meaningful it is to you. In fact, one particular person, I just won't forget these stories ever. Like I met her at a party. I'm not going to call her by name, but I met her at a party. And she said, oh, you're Sid. I love your podcast. Thank you for what you do. She goes, I actually listen to your podcast every morning while I'm getting dressed. Dude, my face had to have been beat red because I'm just like, I just, I mean, I, I put it out there so people will listen. But when you hear how they listen, when they listen and why they listen, and then she proceeded to say, you know, I sent you a LinkedIn message about a year ago and you never responded. And I went, are you sure? She said, yeah, I'm sure. So I actually, you know what I did, Trevor? I grabbed my phone. I went to my LinkedIn messaging app and I typed in her name. And sure enough, there was a message from a year ago. So I responded to it right then (laughs) so that I could say that I did. But if any of you have sent me a message on LinkedIn and I haven't responded to you, please accept my apologies because that mailbox is just like overloaded with information. So if you want to send me another one, I'll do my best to try to respond to it. But it's humbled me, Trevor, in a way that I uh, just didn't know was possible, friend. I completely agree with you. And although I only have four episodes on the Trevor Report, I ran into a lot of people as well that extremely appreciated the conversations that we're having. And you know, looking back at when we first started talking about the takeover and bringing in a different perspective, I wasn't too sure how the conversations would go. I wasn't too sure, you know, if I could really add value to a lot of these different perspectives that people are li- looking to listen to. And so, you know, even for my very short stint of the Trevor Report, the connections that I was able to make through Neocon and the conversations I was able to have is incredible. And like I mentioned before, I've spent a lot of time with Sid. If he doesn't respond to your message, send me a message and I'll go and bug him a little bit more just to make sure that he does get back to you. But no, it's incredible to see, you know, how far this podcast has come and running into you every now and then at Neocon, you had a lineup of people talking to you about the podcast. So, you know, humbling from your perspective, but incredible to see you take your voice and really empower this industry to move forward. So just well, my perspective that. on that as well. Yeah. Thank you for that. But so, before you go to the next one though, yes. we actually shared a moment at Neocon. We did. Shortly after I finished my panel discussion with Alexander Steffos, 
uh, you were there listening and there was someone else there listening that came up to us both and said something along the lines of, I'm a total fangirl right now. I can't believe both of you are here in the same location. And we took a picture with her. Yeah, I think one of her comments is that she thought I would be a little bit taller, but <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's that was awesome. But it was a really special moment when people do say those things. It makes both of us, because you're a podcaster now too, it makes both of us feel very proud for the content that we produce and how it impacts and helps our community. Absolutely. So the next question I want to ask is a little bit more personal because I know that I spend a lot on t- a lot of time on camera, and so do you. And you used to record a podcast for every single week. So how do you make sure you don't wear the same shirt twice when the people are watching the YouTube videos? Okay, this is funny. So my daughter was critiquing my Instagram reels uh, the other day. And she was like, dad, you look the same. I said, but I have on different clothes. She goes, but you look the same. They're all either blue or you got on something long sleeve with a collar on it. And so I'm like, okay, well, thanks for that. I'll try to do better next time. But the honest answer to that question is, I don't even think about it. I literally don't think about it. Now, if I'm recording multiple ones in a day, which does happen, I batch record, maybe I have two or three in the course of a day and they're going to run back to back. I actually have, have a, I'll go get a couple of shirts and hang on my, my doorknob here. And between, I will change. But that's the only time that I think about it is really? when I'm batch recording. Yeah. I mean, oh. it is what it is. So I don't know. For me, I got a whole system now. I got my closet and I slide shirts down the line to make sure I'm not wearing the same one within the same month or two. So I, I'm surprised that you haven't put that much thought into it. But now you will, thanks to this question. Right? Yeah, I really appreciate the awareness of that, Trevor. And my uh, ADD is going to kick in and I'm going to have to start documenting. Uh, now, I will say I do pay attention to what I wear because it is on video. It does go on the YouTube channel. So I, do pay, so I don't wear T-shirts and stuff like that. I don't wear baseball caps. So I do pay attention to the alignment of my brand, if you will, which sounds really weird to say, but I do pay attention to that alignment. But uh, yeah, I'm going to, thanks for um, yeah, pointing that out. So now I'm going to have to. Yeah, so for anyone on. tuning in that watches the YouTube videos as well, if you see Sid wearing the same shirt in less than a two episode gap, please reach out to him and just mention <laughs> that this is has to put a little bit more thought into it because it's something that I always think about. And the fact that he doesn't really baffles me. I'm going to take the mic back from you. <laughs> oh my God. That's a really great question though. And again, thanks for the awareness. So now I'm going to have to pay attention. Not a problem. So I want to ask you a little bit more about kind of the conversations that you've had. What is one of your favorite stories that you were able to be a part of uh, due to the podcast? I've enjoyed every episode. So let me be clear to everybody listening. I've enjoyed every episode. There are two episodes that stand out to me as extremely impactful. One of them, I have a regret associated with it. And it's uh, episode number 76 with Evan Lagarillo at Trinity Furniture, the president of Trinity Furniture. And my regret around it is, and I mentioned this in the episode, is I met Evan at Spring Breakout in Charlotte. And listening to the story, I'm like, I'd really like to have you on my podcast. He goes, well, let's set up a call. So we set up a call and I actually interviewed he and his dad, a pre-call, right? A discovery call to take notes and kind of figure out the episode, what I want to talk about and that kind of stuff. My regret is I did not hit the record button because before we could record the episode, Evan's father, George passed away. And I was honored to be able to have Evan on the show to share the legacy of his dad and to share stories about his dad and the future of the company and where the company is going. But I will forever regret not recording that episode because I missed an opportunity to share George's voice directly. 
but from an impact and a story, that one will always be one of my most favorite because I helped Evan share with the furniture world a little bit about his dad and his dad's legacy. So that's number one. That's incredible. You know, the one thing that uh, I've never even heard this story from you before, but you know, the fact that you were able to have that type of conversation before and really understand kind of the relationship and the power of the story behind that company, and then being able to broadcast something that is a lot deeper than what you see at face value as a listener, that's extremely powerful. And that's a lot of things that people probably don't think about when you're putting together a podcast is how much goes on behind the scenes and all of the different things that you have to take into account when putting together these episodes. So that's a beautiful story, Sid. Yeah, there's a lot there. You're, you're right on about a lot of things go on behind the scenes. And, you know, it's a privilege to sit in the seat. It is a privilege to share the stories of other people because we're just people. We all have a story. We all have a journey. We're all on different journeys and we all have, we all experience things differently. And I do believe that most people should share their story. And in the case of Evan and his dad, George, it was my privilege to be able to do that in the way that I could do that. And Evan, if you're listening, it will always, and to anybody that's affiliated with Trinity Furniture listening to this, it will always be one of my most favorite experiences because I was gifted the privilege to tell the story of an icon in our industry who is no longer with us. So always be at the top. Now, the second one had a profound impact on me. Because I think about my journey a lot and you know where I've been, where I started, how much I've grown over the years. Unfortunately, I reflect back on all the stupid crap that I've done in my career and like, why did you make that choice? But I was moved, like moved by the story of uh, Brandon Rayburn at Specialty. And uh, you were there shortly, or I think we probably heard his story very similar in person. And I was moved by story. And again, I was very honored to share his story of recovery and redemption and success in so many powerful ways to hopefully inspire other people who may be feeling down and out or who may find themselves in a place in the world that maybe they just, they're not where they want to be, but there is hope. And that's Brandon's message is there is hope. And so those are two that stick out to me as very powerful stories that I was honored to share. But I'm going to say it again. I loved every conversation and every one of them has been impactful to me in one way or another. Yeah, I agree with you. I've heard Brandon's story does an incredible job of telling it. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please do so because it is a beautiful story and, you know, really empowering for, you know, different people's journeys throughout the industry. Yeah, that one's um, episode 97. And Kayla, who is our podcast editor, she will be sure to drop all that in the show notes, the links to the two episodes that I mentioned. If we mention anything else too, she'll drop that in the show notes for us. Perfect. So Sid, what would you have done differently if you were starting the podcast from scratch today? So the first thing that I would say is great question that I would say that I would do differently is I would have started a long time ago. I kept waiting. I have no idea why I waited. I mean, this doing a podcast was on my list from about the second year of my business. And I kept waiting because it was the unknown. I didn't have the courage to step into it and do it. And I kept making excuses. So I kept putting it off. So I would have done it a lot sooner, a lot, lot sooner. The second thing that I would have done, which I have done since then, is I would have actually made a small little micro business plan around it to truly understand what I wanted to do with it. It's evolved over time. I mean, I had somebody reach out to me a couple of months ago on LinkedIn and share how much he was enjoying the podcast. And I said, great, what episode are you on? 
He said like some 20 something. He said, I started from the beginning. I went, you did what? You started from the beginning. I mean, that's just awful. I was an awful podcaster for the first 10 episodes at least <laughs> until I started learning. But I really had not thought of it as a strategic line of business. So I would have done it sooner. I would have created a business plan around it. And honestly, Trevor, I will thank your dad, Dave, DB, as we call him, for challenging me to think about my podcast as a revenue stream and as a business, because he's the one that approached me about sponsorship. And I'm grateful to Indio for their sponsorship of the podcast, but he challenged me to think differently about it. And so what I would have said is, it is, it is really part of my business. It's not just me sharing my voice. It is a part of my business, a strategic part of my business, whether it's revenue generating brand awareness or you know knowledge of what I do or impact. It is part of my business. And so start sooner. And I would have actually wrote a business, a small business plan around it. One of the things that you kind of touched on there, and this is from my viewer perspective, is you know, I've watched a lot of your podcasts, listened to almost all of them. There's a lot of there, and I try the best to put my time into it. But you know, you say the first 10 episodes were, you know, very structured, very casual. But you know, the one thing that I can always notice as I watch your podcast and kind of work my way through is you can tell the development of your conversation style. You can tell how far it's come from episode four to episode 90 and all the way up here to episode 100. Mm-hmm. You know, watching your growth from a viewer's perspective is extremely interesting. And I really hope the people tuning into this have seen it as well, because I've spent a lot of time watching your podcast, listening to it. It's been a key part of my learning journey as I go through this industry. And so, you know, seeing that growth in someone who's been in the industry for as long as you have is extremely refreshing for someone who's newer to the industry. And just having these types of conversations are extremely powerful for the journeys that everyone's going to be going on and how easy it is to recognize someone's journey just by dedicating some time to have these conversations and listen to industry experts like yourself. So a really great point. And I will tell you that Regardless of where you are in your journey of your life or your career, your business, uh, whatever it is, wherever you are, there's always opportunity for growth. Let's be clear. I was 54 years old when I started my podcast. And I admit that I did not really know what I was doing, but I was focused on continuing to get better and continuing to learn and enhancing my skill set, but also enhancing the tools that I use and the way that I go about things. So I really, really appreciate the acknowledgement of the growth, because I do feel like I've grown as a podcaster. I've actually grown into it. I mean, honestly, Trevor, there was a time I was a little embarrassed to say that I have a podcast. Now, like I'll stand up out loud and say, I have a podcast and this is what I do. And this is what I talk about. But it was also the evolution. I think the growth part for me was the evolution of what I really enjoy doing, which is having conversations with people. Because I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I don't want to be structured. I don't want to be segmented in a way that it feels rehearsed and recorded. I want to do what we're doing right now, which is just have a conversation because I want everybody listening to this podcast to feel like they're part of this conversation and they're sitting right here with us on Zoom, enjoying a cup of coffee or in our case, a glass of water as we go about this conversation. And so that inclusiveness and my growth to get to that point has been something that has been important to me, but I'm not done growing. I mean, I will, as long as I'm alive, I will continue to take one step forward each and every day in my learning and development and my growth, because there's still a lot that I have to learn. And I love that perspective too. No matter where you are in your career, there's always another step on the ladder. You got to keep on moving up and that journey is always going to push you to different directions. That's right. That's right. 
So do you have any funny bloopers from the podcast? Any funny stories that have come up? I know when you spend a lot of time on camera, sometimes the mic kicks out. I've almost slipped off of my chair because I always fidget underneath my desk, <laughs> my feet. So what's some of your funniest bloopers? Okay. So I have a couple of really good ones. I have a couple of really good ones. My wife hooked me up with an executive at a hospital to uh, talk about healthcare and furnishing healthcare facilities. And we had this really, really great conversation. And as we were ending and wrapping up, I realized I did not hit the record button. I was humiliated. I was like, oh, that was so great. Thanks so much. I'll be in touch. And then I just like hung up the Zoom and I was like, you got to be kidding me, Sid. You did not hit the record button. I have yet to tell her. I told my wife, but I've yet to tell the lady that I interviewed that I didn't record it. And so that's huge blooper on my part. Like we all make mistakes. So Dang she's it. tuned into the podcast right now. We won't mention the name, but if you haven't seen your picture on any of the episodes, <laughs> yep. uh, I would suggest calling him because as we mentioned before, <laughs> Sid does not respond to all of his LinkedIn messages. This is true. <laughs> this is true. I try. I try. I really do. But another one that comes to mind that honestly, it was a 40 minute episode. It took about four hours to record over the course of two days. And I'm referring to my conversation with, uh, Megan Mazoko, the yoga, the yoga. Oh my gosh, Megan, I'm sorry. It's episode number 54 with uh, Megan Mazoko. And in the middle of the conversation, the FedEx guy knocks on the door and the dog goes absolutely crazy. And then it takes us a good 30 minutes to get back on track. And then something else happened. And then we had to record it again on another day. And we did, we both made sure we were wearing the same thing so that we could splice the video appropriately. I was like, oh my goodness. And Megan will laugh about it too, but uh, it's just one of those things. So it turned out really, really good, but uh, we had a FedEx guy and a dog totally, uh, totally disrupt us. But there have been other random things that happened. Like I interviewed, I won't say names in this case, but I interviewed a CEO for one of my CEO chats and every minute at least, he forgot to shut off his email, close down his email. And every minute, at least, you can hear an email ding in the background. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Shut down that email. So, and then I've had uh, phones ringing. I've had uh, people walking in the room. I was interviewing a, a, guy, a, a guy on Zoom, uh, two guys on Zoom in different locations. And uh, one, somebody walked in the background and just joined our conversation right in the middle of the, so obviously we had to cut that out. But so random things like that have happened. It's been a lot of fun to, uh, we should actually do a bloopers reel. I should talk to Tyler, our YouTube guy, and see if he can create a bloopers reel for us. It would be fun to actually do, but there's certainly been a lot of crazy things happen, no doubt. I want to add one more story just to the end of that. You know, when you have that feeling that you're about to sneeze, but then it pauses and holds for about 30 to 45 seconds. Mm -hmm. So in my conversation with Liam Kirkbride and the Trevor Report takeover, I had that feeling right at probably the five or six minute mark while he's answering a question. And so because you have the videos on YouTube, I'm trying to keep a straight face, but I can feel the tickle in the back of my nose. And so it was probably about 45 seconds of me trying to hold in a sneeze and then just kind of disappeared for a little while. As soon as we hung up the recording, I probably had the most powerful sneeze I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. I almost knocked my chapstick and my pens off of my desk. <laughs> oh, that's great. The little things. Thank goodness for mute too, because like if you have to cough, you can yep. hit the mute button. And while the other person is talking, because it just happens, right? So, yep. but that's a great story. You held a sneeze for 45 minutes, Trevor. We should see in the Guinness Book of World Records how that might uh, fare. 
And the worst part is I guarantee you all the listeners know exactly what that feels like when you have a sneeze coming, but it's not quite there yet. It's the most irritable thing I think I've ever faced in the world. Yeah. Holding it while doing a podcast takeover where you want to have, you know, a really fun conversation. Yeah. So for those of you that tune back and listen or watch that YouTube video, just please keep your eyes on Liam and don't look at me for that whole segment. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm to go watch it on YouTube. I don't watch the YouTube. I listen because I like to consume that way, but I'll have to go watch that one specifically. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to. You've been calling me out, so I'm going to go call you out. So great. I want to ask a little bit about your perspective and how it's changed through having these conversations. We've spent a lot of time kind of talking about the journey, but from starting off your podcast, obviously everyone has their perspectives on the industry. How would you say that your perspective has changed or grown kind of throughout your podcast journey as well? So my perspective about the industry? Yep. So my perspective on the industry, because I've been in it for so long, maybe I For those of you that don't know, I mean, my very first job out of college was selling office furniture and I never left the industry. And I I think there's been so many changes in our industry, but the podcast gave me the ability to see things from different perspectives. I believe there's significant changes happening in our industry. And, you know, it started prior to 2020. Prior to that, things started shifting and changing. And I think my biggest perspective and shift changing is we have to talk about them. We have to talk about the challenges in our industry. And honestly, we have to, as an industry, break down the barriers of competition. And we have to come together and we have to have conversations like this in a podcast format or in real life and maybe some kind of mastermind or something. We have to have conversations and we have to, what I refer to as Co-opetition. We got to work together. We all are cha- facing, if not the same, similar challenges. We can solve them if we work together. Look at the challenge of calling on the A and D community. If we came together and we work together on solutions on how to reach that community and how to support that community together, we would all benefit from it. There's no reason that you know three dealers from three different competing brands can't come together and talk about how to solve this problem because it benefits everybody and it benefits our industry. So I think to me, it's about we got to have the conversation. We got to share our voices. We have to have, we have to talk about this in a way that there are no barriers between us so that we can all collectively move forward. I love that answer. And one of the things you kind of brought it up in the beginning of that answer is, you know, everyone has a valuable perspective within this industry. And I guarantee there's a lot of listeners that tune into your podcast that have a really cool perspective and they probably might not have been on the podcast. If you have a story or something that you'd like to talk about, I know that Sid's very open to recommendations because I bug him a lot with different ideas, <laughs> but reach out to him. It's Absolutely. a great spot to have your voice and, you know, sitting into a lot of these conversations, you get to hear multiple perspectives and never think that your perspective isn't one that should be shared. And so I yeah, think no, that's it's a really great point. It's a really, really great point, Trevor, because most of the podcast guests I discover, if I didn't already know them, I discover them and I discover them through content. So, you know, there's several people that I'd never met that I saw the content they were producing and what they were doing. And I just reached out. I'm like, hey, will you come on and share your story? And let's talk about what you're doing. Think about uh, Christian Jones at Linked Reps in Northern California about A&D. So I follow people and I reach out to people 
And then when I meet people, I'm like, oh, this would be great. Would you please come on my podcast? But if you have a story or if you would like to come be a guest, reach out to me. Absolutely. Just not on LinkedIn. Um, reach out to me and I, I will talk about it. We'll have a conversation about it and see if it's a relevant conversation. I think it would be really fun to do, Trevor, we should think about doing this. We should brainstorm this. This is how magic happens right here, guys, is a our own little panel discussion with listeners right here talking about things in our industry. That would be a fun thing to do maybe in the fall because like we're blooming booked up now. So it's great. But maybe in the fall, we have like three or four listeners come on because the most downloaded episode is the CBRE episode, which is episode number 37, where the three ladies from CBRE come in and talk about the dealer and they talk about the importance of the dealer being advocate for the dealer. And that was like a panel discussion. It was four of us. It's the only one I've ever done with that many people. So it'd be really fun to do this. I'm going to make a note. Podcast panel discussion. That and organizing my clothes. Thank you, Trevor. Don't worry, that list is going to get longer if we had more time. <laughs> I know it. It's too good. I think that's a great idea, though, because you know that's the one thing that I know we've talked about is going and finding people for NDLU live sessions, finding people for podcasts. But it, you know, if you have a story to tell, don't ever hesitate to reach out and have a conversation. I mean, Sid and I are always all ears whenever we're talking to someone, especially coming back from Neocon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of the stories that you hear are things that you wouldn't know unless someone came up to you and started talking to you. So it's a great thing. And, you know, always trust your perspective and there's always a platform for you to talk on, whether it's through Sid, whether it's through any of these other voices that play a key role in our industry. 100%. So Sid, I want to ask a little bit about kind of how you use your voice within this industry. So you brought it up earlier. So how do you believe that your voice builds up this industry for moving forward? That's a really, really good question. And first and foremost, I want my voice to be sure that it is spreading positivity, that it is spreading joy and excitement. That's that's first and foremost, right? We have choices each and every moment in the course of the day. And we could talk about this, the power of choice for a long time, but we won't. And we get to choose how we show up in the world. And I choose to show up with a smile on my face and to bring joy and be pleasant and to hopefully have a positive impact on someone's day, Right. So I hope my voice is always that way. Now, I've got my moments, don't get me wrong, and I've had my moments and you know, learned from each and every one of them. But more importantly than that is I want you to think. I want to use my voice to challenge you, to encourage you, maybe to polarize you just a little bit because I want you and your business to be successful. So if I say something on my podcast, that makes you take pause and makes you go, that guy is crazy, or that is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. I would love it if you would just take a minute and think about that conversation, because I want you to think, I want to challenge you to be better. I want to challenge you, think about growing your business in a different way and overcome, because I don't know all the challenges that each and every person listening is going through. But if I can provide content that challenges challenges you to think and think differently that helps you solve a problem inside of your business or a problem in our industry. And I'm doing my job because I want to, I want it to be thought provoking because I want you and everybody listening, Trevor, to this podcast to be successful. Every one of you. Absolutely. No, I love that point of not only challenging who you're talking to, but challenging the audience as well, really forcing you to look outside of your common perspective and take a different approach to how you do things. 
I think that's one of the most powerful things that this industry holds is that there's a lot of different perspectives. There's a lot of different approaches that you can take to different scenarios and challenging your thought process really pushes you to grow within the industry. Absolutely. And I, I want to comment on something too, that you just said a couple of minutes ago, you referred to me as an industry expert. I do not see myself as an expert. I see myself as someone who has a tremendous amount of experience and I share my voice. I share from experience and I share from learning. If you decide that I'm an expert, then I will welcome that. But you will never, ever hear me refer to myself as an expert because I'm not. I am someone that is walking the path, that is learning and growing, has spent years in sales and sales leadership, and I'm sharing my voice and my thoughts and my ideas about things as I continue to learn and grow. And if you, the listener, decide that Sid's an expert, I will welcome that, but I'm never going to call myself that. I'm going to have to go in and change my portfolio because right now I have mentored by Sid Meadows, industry expert. So I guess there goes my credibility. You can say that. No, you can say that. I'm just not going to say it. But it just drives me crazy when I see people go, expert in this. What makes you an expert? Seriously, I would ask this question, what makes you an expert? And I believe your community, your customers, and the people that follow you are the ones that get to choose whether or not you're an expert or not. You don't get to say I'm an expert. So that's my opinion about it. I think for the majority of people listening to the podcast would call you an expert, but (laughs) thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) So I want to ask you a question, a little bit about, uh, I want to refer this back to how you tune into podcasts versus how you might assume your audience tunes into podcasts. Mm -hmm. So when do you usually listen to a podcast throughout your day? And I know we've talked about, you know, your learning journey, how you Mm -hmm. try to listen to at least one podcast a day and really kind of engage with different communities. So what is your timing for listening to podcasts on a daily basis or a weekly basis? So when I'm going on a trip, I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm driving. So if we're driving somewhere more than a couple of hours, I'm listening to podcasts. That's uh, habitual. I mean, that's like every time we get in a car. In fact, we're about to leave to go to the beach in a few minutes. And I have a whole list of podcasts already queued up to start listening to. But uh, most, there are two, two other times that I listen to podcasts. My best learning opportunity is in the morning. I thrive in the morning. I have coffee with a group of people in the morning. I read in the morning. I journal in the morning. I listen to podcasts in the morning. The second time is when I'm doing mundane tasks, like washing the dishes, doing laundry. I, I don't cut the grass, but you know, working outside, um, running errands, I'm listening to a podcast. Because I mentioned earlier, you know, little ADD going on and I can't sit still the whole time. So if I'm doing the dishes, I'm either listening to a podcast or I'm listening to music and it just makes the time go faster. Now I will say this, if I stumble upon a really great podcast, that's got really great content with it. I will actually stop listening until I can get to a place where I can actually take notes. I have an entire journal dedicated to notes of things I've learned in a podcast. Interesting. And so I know you have a lot of viewers and I guarantee you no two of them are going to have the same listening sequence, but when do you think your viewers listen to your podcast most? What do you think they're doing? Just because I want to see the reaction of the listeners. I know this is, you know, we don't get the video of it, but I want to see where you think your podcast is being listened to based on, you know, someone's daily routine. So I think my answer would be similar to what a lot of other podcasters would say, because we have seen a drop in listens, but I'm not alone. A lot of podcasters, because the podcast community that I hang out in, we've talked about this. I think a lot of people listen while they're driving to work and people haven't been driving to work very much. 
So that's the direct correlation. Apple talked about this as well, direct correlation in the drop of downloads because people are listening while they're driving to work. But so that's the first one, I think, when they're driving. I think secondly is when they're out walking or exercising, I think they're listening. But honestly, unless you tell me, I have absolutely no idea of how or when you're consuming my content. When someone told me she was consuming it while getting dressed in the morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's... I would not want to listen to Sid while I was getting dressed in the morning. So that's just me. But, you know, so I really don't know, but I would love to know actually. And Trevor, when this episode comes out, I'm going to do, so everybody listening, I'm going to do an Instagram question to this. On my Instagram story, I will put a question that says, where do you listen to the Trend Report podcast? And you can answer it. And then I will know where people are listening. I love that. Thank you. Dang it, Trevor. That's something else put on my list. That would be a funny question because I feel like if you said, yeah, I, love, I think a lot of people would listen to it while they're driving to work or driving to go pick up their kids. And I could just see a couple of people listening on the other end. Like, oh, no, of course, it's definitely a morning scenario. This is something I do while I'm doing dishes after dinner. So I wanted to kind of. When do you me. listen? When do you listen to it? Um, so I usually spend an hour in the morning just having a coffee, kind of reading different magazines in the industry. And so I usually dedicate an hour to tuning into something kind of first thing in the morning. Okay. So you're somewhere in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And so if it's not snowing in Canada, I'll be sitting outside listening to a podcast, reading something. And then for the other month in Canada that it isn't snowing. Yeah. That's pretty much my go-to. I love that. That's great. I love that. (laughs) Trevor, we've talked for 40, almost 45 minutes. That's it. That's a personal best. That's it. I know. I want to respect the ear and the time of the people. So let's come up with maybe one or two more questions so we can wrap this up. Get these people back to work. I will finish off with one more powerful question for all of your audience, everyone who's been tuning in throughout the journey, just joining in. What is one message that you'd like to leave to everyone that tunes into the Trend Report podcast? That's a really great question. For all the listeners, yeah. when he takes a long pause, it means he's really thinking, tune into the YouTube video so you can see the gears turning while he's thinking. <laughs> so I'm going to make it really easy. I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to say thank you for blessing me. Thank you for gifting me your time. It means more to me than you will ever know. And to each and every one of you that have come up to me and talked to me, that have sent me a message or left us a rating or a review, thank you. Thank you for walking this journey with me. And thank you for being a part of my life, even though I may not know each and every one of you. I'm honored that you chose to hit the play button and listen to me talk. So thank you very much. I love that. This whole industry is a community and it's just one of the great voices that keeps it moving forward. So, and thank you for everyone that's tuned into this session as well. This has been an awesome conversation. I love having these types of chats with Sid because he's played a huge role in my development. It's nice to talk a little bit about his development. <laughs> yeah, Sid gets on the hot seat. Trevor, thank you so much for being here, man. I appreciate you coming in and doing this interview with me and to everybody listening today. Thanks for being part of the Trend Report community. Go out there and make today great. And we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Take care, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of the Trend Report Podcast. I'm glad that you're here. And I hope that you got some amazing value out of today's conversation. For more about our podcast and this episode and our other episodes, please visit my website at sidmeadows.com. We look forward to seeing you next week and go out there and make today great.